You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, Max here. We recorded this podcast earlier this morning, so if anything's changed with the league or with the Sixers in regard to their response to coronavirus, just know that that is why we did not discuss it. All right, enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of this type of podcast. I am Jim Adair. With me always is Max Rappaport. Max, how you doing? Ah, oh, god damn. It's reasonable, fair, fair and reasonable. Um, there have been many pods that we've started with, like ah shit, this person's foot exploded, and like oh no, this guy's face broke. But the whole league is suspended uh, due to coronavirus. Uh, international worldwide pandemic which is happening um probably should have been well it would have at very least been being played in empty arenas had rudy gobert not tested positive for it last night and then i guess this morning or at some point today donovan mitchell uh, also test positive for it um and then they just the whole thing got suspended um before we talk about the the leading up to that and the individual uh, decisions that were made along that process uh just quick reactions to the whole thing happening max oh man um this is almost as bad as when joel Embiid broke his foot for the second time like and then the podcast that uh we would have had to do after that no it's it, this is like yep. this is insane um mm-hmm. i am someone who probably was not taking this as seriously as i should have um not like rudy gobert uh, intentionally touching <laughs> touching as many things as possible with my hands is a joke but um, mm-hmm. Carly was a lot more concerned than I was and I was like ah it, it'll probably pass like we, we've gotten worried about these things in the past and it never really gets to the point where we were worried it's gonna get and then like literally two days later it's like okay um, nobody <laughs> not, not more than 250 people can be in the same place at the same time uh, the NBA is canceled March Madness is canceled mm-hmm. The NFL is mm-hmm. like on its way to being canceled, uh, and mm-hmm. we are now in our house with uh, about twenty pounds of macaroni and cheese and frozen foods, and just uh, waiting it mm-hmm. out. Yeah, um, it is truly something that's absolutely wild to consider and to think about. Um, it's one thing to think about games played in empty arenas and uh etc etc but to have them just not played at all uh whether they be outright canceled for the year or just postponed we will see um but it is it is it shows the severity for a lot of people i think who weren't taking it seriously enough um some of those people include uh people in charge of sports teams and leagues um which i think uh shows you that i mean yes really good better test positive you got to shut everything down right but i got I was mad at Sixers ownership last night 
as I often am. And it's not just Sixers ownership, it's a lot of different ownerships, but Sixers were one of the few teams actually hosting a home game last night, and they're the team this podcast is about. So um, they released this half-assed bullshit statement basically saying, doors are wide open, but like if you have the sniffle, stay home, you can wash please. your hands. Um, yeah. After the city of Philadelphia at least uh, suggested not uh, having gatherings of 5,000 or more people. So they're like, oh, we'll just, we'll actually, what we'll do is we'll just make it other people's responsibility so that we can kind of wash our hands of this, no pun intended. Um, so they opened the doors for the game. People started going to the game. Then a Woj report comes out that on a governor's call, an NBA board of governors call, uh, which is representative of all the NBA franchises, he initially said it was a unanimous uh, consensus decision that going forward games would be played in empty arenas. Then he said the Knicks didn't want that. And then also, I think it was Houston and one a third team maybe Atlanta or Charlotte I can't remember I don't want to I don't want to say it, but uh, a third team as well wanted to wait until they were basically told by the government you have to stop Sixers were not amongst those three teams so it seems that while the Sixers doors were open letting people into their building they agreed that it was too dangerous to fans and staff and players to play in arenas with fans in them going forward starting today Thursday but they wanted to get their little money first because if, if that's what they agreed to for Thursday going forward, why did they have the doors open for Wednesday? Other than we want to get some money from you people before we have to shut this down, which to me, I understand is the point of a sports owner to make money, but that shows gross negligence at the least and like active fuck all of you at the worst, um, which is, is par for the course for a lot of sports franchises. But uh, just seeing that actively going on is is enough to make your point. It's crazy too like you know we talk a lot of shit about the Sixers ownership ownership, but like they were like you said they weren't at all alone they were 20 they were um, however many other teams that uh, agreed that we should shut it down last night and then also played a home game last night. The Kings were one of them Um, and the Kings even after the league was suspended, they had like a 7.30 tip-off on uh, local Mm -hmm. on ESPN, and they were like gearing up to play, and the Pelicans basically had to be like, fuck no, we're not playing this game. Uh, And like up until the moment it was about to tip, like, yeah, I turned on ESPN, and it's like, the the side the announcers are just like riffing because they're like, well, the Pelicans haven't come out yet. We're gonna see what happens. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, and I remember earlier in the day, people were like, well, okay, the the Warriors who play a hundred miles away or sixty miles away or whatever, just said they were the only team good on them that mm-hmm. said they were going to play without fans moving forward before the league yep. enforced the suspension of the season. The Kings are trying to get a game off like after the fucking league is is uh, in hiatus. Like it was nuts. So right. the Sixers aren't alone in this. I you know it's ownership in general pretty much everywhere is trash. It's just like different shades of trash. Mark Cuban was like the only one, as far as I know, um, at least what I've seen, who came out and said, we're gonna pay concession workers, game night workers, all the people who are gonna not make any money or like have a, a, make a living during this this suspended season or hiatus. Um, As far as I know, he's the only one who said that. Josh, Josh so Harris far, is worth yeah, $4.8 billion, dollars, so maybe he can cough up a little bit of that for fucking Airmark workers at, at, the, at, the stadium, at the arena. But, like, it's... Oh, man. It's just... I mean, it, really, this is just... Um, I guess... 
illustrative of like everything that's wrong with our society all at once, um, which is a bummer. It's been a tough couple weeks. Um, just for for background information as well, I know you didn't see this uh, in full, and if anyone out there didn't see it either, uh, Kyle Newbeck had a thing on Philly Voice about his experience at the arena last night that involved some random person just sitting in media row sneezing up a storm next to him, uh, which the Sixers didn't seem to have a grasp on at all. Uh, and it just shows the carelessness that went into that as a whole in general. Um, but it says here, too, that the, so the Detroit Pistons, who played the Sixers last night, had also recently played the Jazz. Um, they, I believe, are self-quarantining. Um, they played the Sixers last night. You'd think the Sixers would be saying something about that. They haven't. Um, I'm going to read right from Newbeck's piece here. It says, uh, though, the Sixers, or though the Pistons released a statement claiming there was, quote, no indication the coronavirus had been passed any Pistons player or staff member, Philly Voice made multiple attempts to contact the Sixers over the past 13 hours about whether their players have been instructed to self-quarantine, whether anyone was to believe to be at risk, and whether the non-Sixers employees in the arena Wednesday should take precautionary steps. None of these texts or calls were returned as of this writing. It's, it's, it's an embarrassment. They should be wholly embarrassed. Not only on the fact that they're, they're, they're shutting the league down, and... As the game's over, obviously media is going to ask about that. And the people that are up there in front of the media are Elton Brand and Brett Brown. Brett Brown, who just coached a game. So he wasn't aware all this was happening. Probably, And who is a basketball coach? Like, what the fuck? Like, how is he the one who's supposed to give us answers on this? And Elton Brand, who is the general manager, so he is above Brett Brown. But he's not, I don't think he was probably the guy on the board of governor's call. He's not part of team ownership he doesn't make business decisions for the team that don't involve the roster so having them out there and then having elton basically defer to brett is just an absolute embarrassment has scott o'neill spoken publicly in the last like four years i feel like i've not seen his face at all i have no idea i haven't seen him yeah you know uh, uh i'm sure josh harris was if not in the building near us near a, a telephone yesterday he could have talked to somebody. Yeah, I mean, Josh Harris at least, but uh, you would think like also the person who's, I mean, you know, Scott O'Neill is like the, I'm sure most often the like liaison between the owners and the league. Right. Not not Elton mm-hmm. Brand and certainly not Brett Brown on, on issues of right. yeah. the arena and shit. Like, yeah, if, if, like, yeah, if I had to, if I had to put a guest down, there's probably, there's four <laughs> possible people that would have been on that board of director, the board of governor's call and it'd be Harris Blitzer, Heck and O'Neill. Those are the four. So, and, and none of those four people have said anything. It's absolutely ridiculous. Huh. Yeah. It's uh, negligence at best. So, like I said, it's. Yeah. So, um, speaking of Mark Cuban earlier, uh, he did say this morning in an interview that, or I had it right in front of me. He said that he doesn't expect the season to be canceled, just postponed, and that it could be um, that NBA games are going until late, as late as August this year. Which, mm-hmm. uh, what do we think? Like, assuming that this dies down and we come back, do they just like cap the regular season where it ended tonight, and then go from there Probably. and just start the playoffs? Which then pushes everything else back. I spoke last night on the phone briefly, and I said that I can see this having a long-term effect on the league, whereas if they do decide to resume this season and play the playoffs out and do the postseason and the offseason, then it pushes the start of next season back. And 
we could eventually just start to settle into a shorter regular season, which people have been pushing for anyway, just out of necessity. You know, you can drop. There, there was Bruce Arthur, who's a, a TSN uh, and Toronto Star reporter, I believe, uh, had reported. I don't know if it's it's been verified by anybody else. Reported that the minimum uh, of this of the suspension delay will be a month. So put everything back a month. You're losing off season now. The drafts at a different time yeah. now. Free agency is different time. You know, you don't have all this stuff, so next season will likely have to start later. And do you go back and reverse what you've been trying to do for years and play the same amount of games but cram more back-to-backs and back-to-back-to-backs in there? Or do you cut fewer it down to fewer games and then just have that be the new normal yeah. going forward? I mean, That's if you did question. only miss... That seems like the most likely outcome to me, but it's going to take a while to figure that out. This is an unprecedented thing. Yeah, I, I think the... Um if it were if it were about a month, even if it's a month and a half, right? That takes you to the end of April or the middle of April if it's a month. That's right around the playoff start anyway. Like you could just either mm-hmm. if it's a month from now, you just skip the rest of the regular season and start the playoffs. If it's a month and a half, maybe you do the same thing, but you limit the first two rounds to f- best of five or something, or the first round to best right. of five, and put the games a little closer together. Like there is a way you, I think you can do it. Um, and there's no chance that they play all the all the games they were supposed to play this year. Like, there's no way they play 82 regular no. season games this year. Um, there's also a chance where, because they were talking about, when they talk about changing the league around, they talk about like having a play-in game for the eighth spot or whatever. I can see them having all this time to figure this out and say, you know what, it's unfair to the teams that are on the bubble for the playoffs to not have these next, you know, whatever, 14 to 18 games to figure this out and play. Uh, to try to earn that playoff spot. So we're going to go ahead and do like a, a mini play-in game or a best of three play-in series. Um, yeah. And just, it'll be like a test run of that. That idea. could be kind of cool. Uh, in honestly. order to try to be fair. The thing that, the thing that's weird is that um, if you look at the, the playoff seating right now, uh, Orlando in the East, it's not even close. Like Orlando's five and a half games up on Washington who are terrible. Um, and then in the West, you do have, Memphis at 32 wins, and then you have right behind them um, the Blazers, Pelicans, Kings, and Spurs, and even even the Suns actually are not that far off. So like you do have a kind of you have a bit of a race. We kind of suck for those four teams or five teams in the West. In the East, it's like you just lock it up. Like I don't think they can really do that. Right. But Washington has no business having a playing game at this point over Orlando. But um, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what happens. Obviously, like it's not the most concerning thing at this point. Uh, if we're just talking about the basketball impact of it, one thought I did have last night: if they did say this goes on longer than expected, like say we're in June before you start playing games again, and they just go right to the to the playoffs. Right now, the the Nets are in the playoffs. Do you think there's any chance that like Kevin Durant just comes back and plays in the, in the like? If the, if the say they make it to the second round and now it's like July, do they just like throw Kevin Durant out there and now the the Nets are favorites to win the East? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It all de- I mean, it all depends on. Well, you know, a lot of things. How long this all takes, what it all means, how. Oh yeah, how long this all takes to figure out. But then if they decide to play some regular season games, just go right in the playoffs, and I don't know. It's gonna be it's it's like it's it's uncharted ter- territory. It really really is. Um and this all relies on the fact that, like, in a month, things are chill, which there's no guarantee. No, I, I do not think they'll be chill in a month. The, the thing that I think could be no. the case is in a month, um, 
cases are are like there's a downturn, right? Like as people are taking more precautions because um, I don't anticipate there'll be any kind of treatment for it. Certainly not like a vaccine or anything. But if you have more tests, if people who are going into self quarantine aren't aren't um, infecting other people, whatever, like, I could see it similar to like China or any of these other countries where you have seen it turn back down or Japan. Um, it's not crazy to think that in a month it's it's getting better for that reason, but then the question is like I guess they play the rest of the games. At that point, they have to play them uh, with no crowd. I mean, if you wait long enough, yeah. maybe it can go back to normal if it's like June or July, but probably not even then. Right. So you play them with no crowd, and if you have enough tests, just every player can just get te- continually tested. Um, would be an option, I guess. I don't really know what the test entails i think it's like a metabolic panel right. I mean, and but the idea behind playing in front of the idea behind playing in front of empty crowd for me it wasn't that it's going to get the player sick which is yeah, the crowd. being what happened but it's the crowd it's the crowd in yeah, yeah. Each but I, just, I just mean that i just mean yeah. that is it crazy to think that a month from now you could just go back to playing games you just wouldn't have the crowd and as long as all the players are being tested and you know they're not having uh you know, they're limiting media contact and all that, that you could just do that. Right. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I mean, who knows? It's going to be, there's, there's a thousand different options to the way things can go and they're, everyone's unsure of all of them right now. So, I think that's all I got, yeah. Max. Um, we're going to, I guess we'll, we'll keep doing podcasts. Um, I, I think, feel like there'll be more news to come out. And then if you have any ideas, if you're listening at this point in the podcast, if you have any ideas for uh, things we can fill our podcast with, similar to our off-season weird content, um, if this goes on longer than expected, send us some ideas for stuff that we can do instead of talking about basketball, because we yeah. might we might get to that point where we're having to do a bunch of those in a row, um, and, there, and there might not be yeah. a lot of news to talk about. No, probably not. So, yeah. But anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, Take care of yourselves. And uh, be safe out there. And um, talk to you soon, I guess. See ya.
more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.